This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with an overcast sky, 59 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 7th of December, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a 60% chance of showers throughout the day today, and we could see some midday thunderstorms. Watch out for a little fog here and there as well. And not really much of a warm-up today. High only in the low 60s. About a half inch of rain expected to fall throughout the day today. Another quarter inch possible overnight. And we could see some thunderstorm activity tonight as well. A low of 53. Thursday, showers and thunderstorms. 70% chance of those. Cloudy skies, a high of 70. Rain should end by midnight Thursday. Mostly cloudy, low 49 Thursday night. And for Friday, sunshine and a high of 64. Now that sunny day Friday is just a little brief respite. We'll be right back to the rain Friday night, and we've got a good chance of rain on Saturday as muzzleloader season opens back up, high of 56 with a 70% chance of showers on Saturday. Right now, overcast 59 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It's Kenny Epperson with Weston Petroleum. Obituaries this morning. David Danny Leach Jr., age 81 of Apollo, died on Wednesday, November 30th. A celebration of life will be held Tuesday, December 20th, 2 p.m. at Lewisburg Missionary Baptist Church with Brother John Holbrook officiating. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, donations may be sent to room 2911 at P.O. Box 273 in Moralton, zip 72110 or contributions may be made to room 2911 at Pettigene State Bank. Maxine Taylor Morris, age 90, of Center Ridge, died on Thursday, December 1st. She is survived by her son, Herschel Morris, of Center Ridge, four siblings, one grandson, eight great-grandchildren, and eight great-great-grandchildren, among others. Visitation will be Friday, December 9th, 3 to 5 p.m. in the McKee-Payne Slumber Room at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors, Funeral service for Maxine Taylor Morris will be Saturday, December 10th, 2 p.m. at Friendship Missionary Baptist Church in Center Ridge. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. James Jim D. Rankin Sr., age 79, of Moralton, died on Tuesday, December 6th. He graduated from Moralton High School in 1961 and Arkansas Tech University in 1965. He worked as a computer programmer and later as an overseas computer analyst for a subsidiary of Texas Instruments, once taking a leave of absence to teach at Moralton Junior High School. In 1970, Jim moved his family back to Moralton and formed Rankin Brothers Construction Company with his brother Don. And with their father Alvin, the brothers opened Rankin Builders Supply in 1972. After the partnership dissolved, Jim continued to manage the building supply store for 12 years. Over the years, Jim built apartments, homes, and duplexes, In 1978, he began a new venture with his father and brother when they opened a new motel for Moralton. And after selling that business, Jim and his father built a second motel in Moralton, which Jim operated until selling his business in 1994. He survived by his wife, Gloria Thompson Rankin, daughter Tamara Rankin Harrelson, and son James D. Rankin Jr., two grandchildren, a great-granddaughter, and one brother, among other family. Funeral service for Jim Rankin Sr., will be held Friday, December 9th, 2 p.m. at First United Methodist Church of Moralton with Pastor Bill Sarden officiating. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery in Moralton. Visitation will be at 1 p.m. prior to service time at the church. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 
The family wishes to thank Laura McCoy of Senior Companion, the staff of Brookridge Cove Rehabilitation and Care, and Hospice Home Care. Claudia Bell Alexander Wright, age 83, died Wednesday, November 30th. Visitation will be Friday, December 9th, 2 to 7 p.m. in the Robert and Barbara Wilson Memorial Chapel at Vance Wilson Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. Funeral service will be Saturday, December 10th at 11 a.m. at St. Matthew No. 2 Baptist Church in Moralton, with arrangements by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors of Moralton. 7.35, overcast in 59 at the KVOM Studios. Just going to warm up a couple of degrees today. We've got a 60% chance of showers and could see some midday thunderstorms. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch 737, overcast in 59 at the KVOM studios. The Moralton Fire Department has recognized J.T. Robertson as its Firefighter of the Year for 2022. Robertson was presented the award during the department's annual Christmas dinner this week. Chief Earl Eichenberger states that Robertson is very deserving of the award just for his dedication and his um, his abilities and his well, his tendency to work, uh, do whatever's asked of him when it's asked. Uh, he's just a solid firefighter for our department and um, the officers of the department voted on on that award and, and Jake is very deserving of it. That event also served as a retirement party for Assistant Chief Paul Browning, who is retiring after 34 years of service to the department. Browning has served as Assistant Chief for the past three-plus years. Todd Chisholm has been promoted to fill the role of Assistant Chief. Individual firefighters were also recognized for their years of service. All active members of the Moralton Fire Department have a combined total of over 400 years of service to the city. The Perry County Sheriff's Office made two arrests of individuals on drug charges after doing surveillance on a residence in Adona. On Thursday, December 1st, at about 5 p.m., Sergeant Keenan Carter was observing the residence when he noticed a red pickup truck pull into the driveway and pick up a male subject later identified as 33-year-old Jared Harvey of Adona. After Sergeant Carter followed the truck a short distance, he allegedly observed Harvey jump out of the vehicle and attempt to flee on foot. Harvey was apprehended a short time later. Harvey had warrants out of Perry County and was taken into custody on those warrants and also charged with possession of methamphetamines and fleeing on foot. The driver of the vehicle, Kathy Weekly of Kesa, was arrested and charged with driving on a suspended license and possession of methamphetamines. Both suspects are being held in the Perry County Detention Center awaiting a bond hearing. Perry County authorities also made an arrest Monday in connection to a reported stolen vehicle. Sheriff Scott Montgomery, Deputy Danny Story, and Investigator Robbie Stout responded to 43 Bryant Lane, where the owner of a 1989 Jeep Wrangler said the alleged assailants would have the vehicle. O.J. McConnell and Anna Gray reportedly fled from the residence upon authorities' arrival. Both were apprehended and transported to the Perry County Detention Center, 
where they were booked on charges of theft of property, certain persons in possession of a firearm, and fleeing on foot. The Sheriff of Johnson County has publicly apologized for his weekend arrest in Crawford County on drug and gun possession charges. In a social media post Tuesday afternoon, Sheriff Jimmy Stevens said he has the responsibility to protect the citizens of Johnson County, to enforce the law, and more importantly, to comply with the law. No matter the outcome of the proceedings of his case, Stevens said he owes a sincere and genuine apology to the citizens and public officials of Johnson County and to the employees of the Johnson County Sheriff's Office for the embarrassment caused by his arrest. Stevens added that effective immediately, he's placing Chief Deputy Jeremy Bennett in charge of the day-to-day operations of the Sheriff's Office. Stevens said he fully expects these matters to be resolved promptly and that he'll return to running the Sheriff's Office in Johnson County in all of its divisions and activities. As his post continued, he asked for patience as the matter proceeds and for thoughts and prayers for him and his family during this process. The Nathan G. Gordon Post 39 American Legion and Auxiliary in Moralton is sponsoring the distribution of food boxes for local veterans for the holidays. The boxes will be distributed Tuesday, December 13th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at C.T. Church in the North Plaza Shopping Center in Moralton. All Conway and Perry County veterans are eligible to receive the food with proof of a current military ID. The Moralton Elementary School Mighty Pup Singers were at the Arkansas State Capitol Tuesday to perform in the Capitol Rotunda. The choir performed as part of Sounds of the Season, an annual event where school choirs from elementary, middle, junior, and senior high schools across the state entertain throughout the day over a two-week period. The choir from MES performed during a 20-minute slot Tuesday morning at 1040. The Department of Homeland Security announced this week it is extending the deadline by roughly two years for air passengers to use a real ID when traveling. The agency announced it will not begin enforcing the more stringent identification requirements until May 7th of 2025, after previously setting a deadline of May 3rd, 2023. Real ID-compliant documents, which are generally signified by a small star, are already required for people to enter certain restricted federal facilities. Once the deadline passes, travelers 18 years and older will need a real ID-compliant identification document to pass through the nation's airports. A real ID may be obtained at any state revenue office. Now 742, let's check markets with Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets finished the day sharply lower, continuing Monday's sell-off, as the good news is bad news dynamic plays out with the ISM Services Index strength. Tech stocks are still under pressure, as they have been for most of the year. A price cap on Russian oil by most developed nations is set to be imposed but the outcome is still uncertain, with policymakers saying it will lower the cost of energy and many economists saying it could backfire. The Dow closed at 33,596, down 350 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,014, down 225 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up $0.42 at $19.17. Bank of America was down $1.47 at $33 even. Deere & Company was up $1.36 at $438.25. 
Energy Corporation was up $1.68 at $117.08. Under Armour was down $0.13 cents at $8.40. Simmons Bank was down $0.09 cents at $21.24. Regions Financial was down $0.38 cents at $21.60. Southwestern Energy was down $0.09 cents at $6 even. Tyson Foods was down $0.62 cents at $64.15. Walmart was down $1.76 at $149.89. Live Ramp was down $0.53 cents at $21.51. Interpublic Group was down $0.35 cents at $32.68. Nextera Energy was up $0.03 cents at $85.18. Natural gas was down $0.20 cents at $5.37. Precious metals were mixed. Gold was up $2.30 at $1,783.60. Silver was down $0.06 cents at $22.35. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce is hosting a blood drive today from 10 to 2 in the community room at the Chamber Office in downtown Moralton. To make an appointment, visit ARKBI.org and use sponsor code 846G. All donors receive a limited edition long-sleeve t-shirt. The Conway County Retired Teachers will meet Thursday morning at 10 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce Office in downtown Moralton. A ribbon cutting and grand opening for the newly renovated Plumbers, Flowers, and Gifts in Moralton will be held Thursday afternoon at 4. Point Remove Brewing Company is hosting its Holiday Makers Market Thursday 5 to 9. Several local vendors will be on hand for holiday shopping. There will be live music by Cordsmeyer Music and the Crepe Coop Food Truck will be on site. Laurelton Bands present their annual winter concert Thursday at H.B. White Auditorium. The Junior High Concerts at 5, followed by the High School Concert at 6. And the Perryville City Council will meet Thursday night at 6.30 at the Perryville City Council Meeting Room. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 746, overcast in 59 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Lisa Willenberg, Chancellor at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior girls basketball team is off to a 2 0 start for a four conference play. Lady Devil Dogs pounded Pottsville 53 19 last night at Devil Dog Arena to run their overall record to 7 1. 
The boys beat the Apaches 70 to 53 for their first conference win. Devil Dogs are now 4-3 overall on the season. Marlton will resume conference play next Tuesday at Fountain Lake, and games will broadcast live on KVOM. Senior Camry Eller made four second-half three-pointers and scored 14 points to lead Nemo Vista's senior girls to a 47-39 victory over Wonderview in a 1A4 conference matchup last night in Center Ridge. Senior K.K. Garris added 10 points for the Lady Red Hawks to improve their record to 10-6 overall, 3-1 in conference play. Junior Riley Gottsmoner scored 14 points for the Lady Daredevils, who suffered their first conference loss of the season, falling to 11-5 overall, 2-1 in league play. Junior Anna Ford had 12 points on four three-pointers for Wonderview. In the senior boys game, Wonderview placed four players in double figures in a 65-52 victory over the Red Hawks. Senior Sam Reynolds paced the Daredevils with 17 points and 11 rebounds. Seniors Gage Looney and Austin Bryce followed with 12 apiece and Senior Tyler Gottsponer clipped in 11 for Wonderview, which improves its record to 12-5 overall, 3-0 in the conference with the win. Senior Patrick Perry led all scores of 28 points in the loss for Nemo Vista, which drops the Red Hawks' record to 10-7 overall, 2-2 in conference play. Uh, Wonderview won the junior girls game 40-20. Both teams continue conference play on Friday. Nemo Vista will play at Scranton. Wonderview will host Sacred Heart and games will broadcast live on KVOM. Sacred Heart stepped out of conference play Tuesday night and traveled to Saline County to face Harmony Grove High School. Senior girls ran their record to 10-3 with a 56-41 victory over the Lady Cardinals. Junior Emerson Holzman led the Lady Knights with 12 points. Senior Emma Dold followed with 10. Senior boys got 11 points from sophomore Rowdy Warren but lost 60-37, dropping their record to 6-8. Schools split the junior high games. Sacred Heart won the girls game 25-19 behind 12 points from Cambry Cooper. The boys got 25 points from Xander Osborne but lost 41-31. First round play continues tonight in the Petty Jean Classic Basketball Tournament, sponsored by Petty Jean Meets at Devil Dog Arena. First game is a girls' matchup between Bryant and Bentonville West at 4 p.m. That's followed by boys' game between Jacksonville and Greenbrier at 5:15. Marlton's girls and boys play the late games. The girls play Hot Springs Lakeside at 6:30 p.m. The boys will play Valley Springs at 7:45. Standout freshman Nick Smith Jr. scored 22 points to help the ninth-ranked Arkansas men's basketball team overcome a sluggish offensive showing and outlast North Carolina Greensboro 65-58 last night in Fayetteville. Kai Mitchell had 13 points and 14 rebounds for the Razorbacks, and Devo Davis had 10 points and 10 boards. The Hogs will take on Oklahoma on Saturday in Tulsa. The Central Arkansas men beat Arkansas State 72-67 last night in Conway. You can hear Bears basketball all season long on our sister station, 92.7. Jack FM. And our weather on this Wednesday, we've got calm winds at the moment. Barometric pressure 30.16 inches. Low temperature this morning, 57 degrees. High yesterday, 69. A year ago today, the low was 24. The high was 49. Uh, no measurable rainfall the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 44.57 inches. Sunset this evening, 4.59. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.06. And forecast calling for 60% chance of showers today, possibly a thunderstorm. And uh, some patchy fog this morning. A high this afternoon around 62 degrees. 70% chance of rain tonight, low around 53. 70% again tomorrow with a high near 70. Then we'll have a break. Looks like mostly sunny skies on Friday, but rain chances again on Saturday. Right now, we have got a fog and mist, 59 degrees in Marlton, 752 on KVOM Newswatch. Continues in just a moment. 
Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Morrillton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 756 now on KVOM. And we are joined on our close-up interview this morning by Lisa Willenberg, Chancellor at the University of Arkansas Community College of Marlton. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you guys for having me. You bet. It is good to have you in here. And of course, a lot going on at UACCM, kind of wrapping up the the fall semester. Absolutely. I, I guess uh, things have gone well. They have gone very well. Uh, registering for the spring, uh, it, it was the oddest thing this semester. It seemed like we needed tra- uh, traffic cops uh, 24-7. There were so many cars on campus, and we were really excited to see, you know, all of those students return to campus. Yeah, it was good after a couple of years. You of, bet. Uh, very we welcome. So, yeah, absolutely. So spring registration ongoing, and the spring semester starts January the 18th. 18th. January 18th. Classes will resume. Uh, It's the day after Martin Luther King Day. So, yes, registration is ongoing, and we are right on track for another great spring semester as well. All right. And I know in the semester, uh, heavy equipment operator program be starting up and that is correct that is a plug i'd really love to get in for all those interested out there or knowing someone interested in learning how to operate heavy equipment we have a class starting in february and uh, we would really love to uh, get you all and anyone interested enrolled in that class Um, you can call the college uh, 977-2000 for additional information on that ask for the workforce training center workforce offices and they can certainly hook you up it's a really really great program all right man. a lot of opportunities there so you bet. people sign up for that and uh, of course when we move into 2023 it's gonna be a big year at uaccm a big uh, big anniversary i guess can be celebrated really all year isn't it absolutely yes thank you eric uh next year 2023 is our 60th anniversary uh, as an institution and so we're super excited about that we have a slate of events from january through december uh to celebrate that that uh, whole year of of the anniversary year uh, we're starting in January with um, a birthday cake um, and, and just a kickoff celebration, uh, followed in February by uh, our, our inaugural uh, gala uh, for the for the community for the uh, for those interested in that sort of thing. A fundraiser. Um, we are actually going to have, as I said, events every single month of the year. A couple of the highlight events. Um, is we're, we're going to have um, a, a trap shoot uh, this year. Uh, we're also going to have um, an antique car show and classic movie night. We plan to have an archives exhibit um, that, that we hope will, will pull back a lot of our alumni and our retirees and former board members and such. And so um, as well in September, September 16th, actually, 2023, will be our official 60-year anniversary, birthday, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we hope to have a huge community-wide 
picnic. Uh, we're, we're going to have all sorts of activities and, and food for anybody that, that is able to come out. So we really look forward to that event. Hope to add a concert uh, to, to that. Uh, we actually also have a tentative speaker coming, um, not, not in September, but hopefully the next month in October from NASA. And so really trying to appeal to everyone, mm-hmm. uh, to everyone, uh, their, their interests, because we realize those are not always the same. We have the uh, symphony quartet coming uh, for a wine and cheese uh, reception and performance uh, in November. And then wrapping it up with our annual Night of Luminaries event and uh, a classic maybe White Christmas next December. So really looking to get uh, the, the entire campus community, as well as I mentioned, retirees, uh, alumni, to, to come out to at least one of those events, maybe all of them. Yeah. And so really, really just looking for a, a, a fun year uh, to celebrate the campus. The community has been so good to UACCM, and it's, it's our uh, opportunity and effort to, to give back to the community. Sure, we're looking forward to hearing more about all that as those approaches, but uh, year-long celebrations are going to be I should also say that all of these events will be uh, sent out uh, probably within the next week or so, a tentative list of all Mm -hmm. of these events. We will follow up, of course, with firming up dates and times and all of that as the event gets closer, but that will be shared out to the entire community as well as on all of our social media channels. So they can, anyone interested can find more information on that in the very near okay very good and uh one thing i wanted to bring up as well uh, allied health sciences building uh gonna have new new building going up there on campus at some point what's the progress on that yes sir so i will i will share that our board of trustees of the university of arkansas system uh, approved that project at their november meeting Uh, that that was really why we haven't said a whole whole lot about it yet because we we still had a couple of hurdles to to jump and to get over Um, and so that has been authorized by our board of trustees Uh, We are currently in the process of soliciting uh, RFQs for architects to to manage that process design-wise. We hope to have that uh, selection on the January Board of Trustees agenda, followed by a hopeful construction manager uh, on that project at the March or May meeting. But uh, so progress is is ongoing. Uh, It's slow in the beginning. Uh, but uh, our our hope is that we will open that building in the fall of 2025. Okay. So that that's our goal. That's our target. All right. Super excited about that as well, especially with you know the, the looming uh, healthcare employee and in, in that crisis uh, in in that workforce. Yes, that would be a very very good uh, good building for that program and uh, to have everything up to date. Nice modern facility there. And, of course, Colleague got, what, about a $2 million grant for, for the site work? We did. We got an EDA yeah. grant uh, in the in the amount of $2 million for infrastructure and site work for that facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a matching grant where we are required to match it with one-third. So we'll be, mm-hmm. we'll be pitching in a million on that for the site and uh, infrastructure work. Okay. All right. We're looking forward to seeing that uh, uh, progress uh, started, certainly. All right. Lisa, anything else this morning? I can't really think of anything. Uh, I, we want to wish everyone a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday Season. 
and just anyone has any questions about UACCM, please reach out. Uh, we're, we're there. Uh, we, we love to show off our, our facilities. And if anyone has any unmet needs as far as training or education goes, please reach out. Uh, we, we can we can do custom training. We can do, uh, of course, all of our normal uh, credit training uh, in all of our programs. But I, I think that's something that a lot of people in the area don't always fully realize. We do way more than just credit work. We have about 2,000 students uh, on um, you know, in a given year, in a fall semester for our credit programs, mm -hmm. but we also serve approximately a thousand right. uh, additional students in the non, on the non-credit side right. uh, throughout the year through, through all of our many non-credit programs. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess the very last thing I would toss out is we are about to launch our directional drilling program. Uh, that is one where we will be training on uh, the Vermeer and the ditch witch equipment to do the underground drilling uh, to lay conduit primarily for broadband expansion in the state. Sure. So super excited about that one as well. And so be watching for more information on, on all of those. All right. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Lisa Wilberg, Chancellor at UACCM. Thank you for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.